0: Well, do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 67, year three. Today, we have a special guest Phil Youth, to talk about his match with Daniel. then we're going to talk about the championship game, NBA, all major league baseball, poker and whatever the fuck the rest of you wanna talk about. We'll be taking phone calls later. The Mouthpiece is next. What up, what up? Welcome to The Mouthpiece, episode 67, year three. Ah, uh, how everybody been? Um, uh, let's see. Um, Our uh, podcast last week was censored by YouTube. They decided they're going to be, because they're communist, and anybody that says anything about what's going on in the real world that is opposite of the narrative that the media and social media wants to spin, they censor you because we don't live in a free country anymore. We live in fucking communist America. Joe Biden's Communist America. Whether you like it or not, it's what it is. And, um... Uh, I mean, there needs to be... People need to go to the streets on this. I mean, they, there's got to be some serious million people march uh, lined up to, to attack these this, what they're doing. But then again, if they try and organize, they'll censor that. Um, we are, we're losing this country. It's pretty sad what's going on. Uh, so anyways... Uh, Pretty good week for me, um, can't complain, what day is it, Thursday, um, I played poker uh, live a week ago, I won a little bit, played poker three days this week, I'm up a little bit, um, so I can't complain, uh, let's see, my, um, what else is going on in my life, Uh pfft. I am sorry, I keep saying uh 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 but I'm just trying to think about like things have been going on. So uh the baseball season has started. Uh my Dodgers are off to a good start, five and two. Uh the Phillies are up five and one. I'm not a big Philly fan, but I'm just trying to see who's been doing well. Uh, it's pretty interesting baseball. I've been paying a lot of attention to the NBA. Uh I'm a big NBA fan. Uh Let's see what else has been going on. Really, not much. You know, watching the hockey, watching some sports. The NC2A title game, uh, the worst I've ever seen. The semifinal game between Gonzaga and UCLA, the best I've ever seen. But I think uh, we talked about that last week on the podcast. Yes, we did. We talked about that on Saturday last week. So uh, it was a very disappointment on the Monday night game. I uh, decided out of the blue, after not making any bets on the NCAA tournament, that my dumbass is going to bet on Gonzaga. Uh, I didn't bet much, uh, but I choked it up to a lot a loss. So I lost like a thousand on the game, or was it more? Maybe it was fifteen hundred. I don't know. Never had a chance. I almost bet Baylor back at halftime because I knew they didn't have a chance. But in my old days, when I used to bet all the time, I had whips on my ass. I did my the team would like, you know, I'm laying four on a game. I take the other side at halftime. The other team comes back, and I lose both sides. So I didn't want to do that. So took a loss. Um, home game's pretty good. Uh, if you haven't joined my home game yet, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Mouthpoker at yahoo.com. We play one two, no limit and PLO every single night. I play about an hour a day. and I haven't played the last three days because I've been playing in the private game um, but uh, and then my computer broke. So so flash and gizmo like to lay on my computer, and every day they've laid on the computer for like the last two months, they screw up the keyboard, the keyboard don't work, and then I have to reset it, and when I reset the computer, the keyboard comes on. Well, lo and behold, yesterday, they, uh, or two days ago, they sat on the computer, and um, the key, I turned it off and on, the computer keyboard don't work. So I just got an ex- external keyboard connected to uh my laptop so um now the keyboard works i would just brought it to a repair shop and they uh i didn't like the guy who's like oh you gotta leave it here for three days and then uh we'll tell you in three days what you gotta do and i'm like well, how much is that oh well the labor is 279 plus parts i'm like this is a brand new laptop i spent 2300 bucks for I'm sure that it has a warranty, and this guy was a jerk-off, and then he's all like, wear your mask, wear your mask. I'm like, I don't have a mask. Well, you can't be in here without a mask. And I'm like, you know, the mask police are still out. Pandemic's been over forever, but the mask police are still out. So I was like, what the fuck, whatever, you know. And so I didn't like the guy, so I took my computer and left, Told him I'd come in on Monday and drop it off. But I ain't dropping shit off to him. I'll use this external keyboard for a while. But this is what Flash um, Flash has done to me. Flash, my stupid little cat. Anyways, so we're going to have Phil on probably around five minutes. Uh, he had a meeting at four. Talk for about 30. Um, then we're going to take some phone calls. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to take phone calls with Phil Cause Phil's doesn't like those things. So we'll see, uh, what he says, you know, it depends. He might get in a good mood and he changes his mind, you know, who knows what this guy. So, um, Just let him talk about himself for a while. yeah, so we're going to have him on. He'll, he'll talk about himself in a third person for about 15 or 20 minutes and he'll tell everyone how great he is for about 15 or 20 minutes. Because I'm
1: good at no limit hold'em.
0: And it will uh, he'll probably drop... Uh, what do you guys think? Over, under three names or five? I think the over number is four. Let's go with name-dropping, you guys, for 100, for anybody that could guess. The first one to guess, how many if it will still go over or under four name drops today. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Talk to me, let me know, type in what you guys think. And if the first person I see type in uh, over under four name drops in 30 minutes, whoever the first one to pick over or under, if they get it right, will win a hundred bucks.
1: You're too good. Phil you're too good.
0: So what do you guys think? I'm waiting for you guys that are not just listening, but are in the chat. Uh, The over-under is four name drops. Okay. Uh, You can't give. Okay. Here it is. From now on, I'm going to look. The first one that comes up is the name I'm going to take. Ready? Go. Uh, Geo Scribby. You say over four. Gio, you're the first name I saw. Gio, Scribby, you have over four. If he drops four, you don't win. If it goes under, you don't win. He has to drop five names. Now, I like your side, Gio. I really do. Robert, you're too late, but I don't like your side. I like Gio's side. I think over four names is is a pretty fair... I mean I don't know I don't remember any time he drops less than four Mike, a so lot of Gio, but. whatever he's the first person I've looked at so Geo Screeby that's yes, first number I looked at so uh, he's got over uh, let's see if we can give him a hundred bucks um, I think he's a lock I think we'll be we'll be fucking sending his ass a hundred but you never know Phil could be in a bad mood today and only drop well, he's coming off of, of a meeting, so he'll drop at least three names from the meeting. I I think he's a lock over is it, four. Is it hundred in your game? Yeah. What's that? Is it
1: hundred in
0: your game? What do you mean? Your
1: game.
0: Yeah. Your well what we'll do that's right. So Gio, if you win this, we'll give you a hundred bucks to um a free money to play in my in my poker game. So it's really a... you could end up turning that into a thousand. So, um Let's see. That's what we should start doing every week for my poker game. We should start giving like trivia every week, and we'll give out like two, three hundred a week, and then they get to play in the poker game. That's a good idea. Hey, we we learn. We we got something new. We're gonna start doing. All right. So starting, we uh, starting this week. We'll start. We'll give out two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars to people to play in my home game, and uh, if they win, if they win a trivia question, but they'll have to call in and get it. This one here is. You know, he didn't have to call in, so that's what we'll start doing every week. Uh, yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, we we'll do something new every week. Give out a couple hundred for my home game. Um, so, if you haven't joined my home game yet, email mouth, mouthpoker at yahoo dot com, mouthpoker at yahoo dot com, and receive two hundred fifty dollars in chips for two hundred bucks. We play one two PLO, one two Nolam and Hold'em every night. And we have a hundred dollar rake-free tournament every Sunday at 7 PM. Uh I've won it two out of the last three weeks. And then last week I think I finished third. I forgot I took some kind of bad beat. I forgot what it was. But yeah, it was fun. Shout out to everybody in my home game. Shout out to uh let's see who's the Tipster, ha, ah, Sly Man. Uh uh let's see, so many of you guys. Sarge, XXX, Marcus uh, Miss Kimmy. Uh let's see. I know I'm missing like two or three. Oh um uh Whitsker, shoot out to uh what's that one idiot? Uh Jack Travis. Sorry, Jack. I just thought idiot and you're the first one that came to my name. It came to my mind. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, if I'm missing anybody, I apologize. Shout out to all you guys playing my home game. I appreciate the support. Uh, we have a lot of fun. And uh, somebody's bitching about fucking losing. Whenever they lose, it's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. Every time Phil loses a pot in the home game, it's rigged. Everybody... All losers, it's rigged. It's rigged when they lose. I've lost once. I don't know. I win every day, so it can't be too rigged. So, anyways, uh, did you text that, that Helmuth yet? <laughs> okay, don't worry about that. Still in a fucking meeting. Gizmo. Gizmo's so big now. Come here, big cat. So, I am am I'm single for the first time in eight years. Um... I mean I'm happy but not happy about it, you know. Breakups are never fun. Um yeah, she's a good girl, but you know, things weren't going well and just didn't want to let too many more years go by before I'm just a single old man by myself. So, um you know, we'll see what happens and see if I could find somebody who loves me and uh you know, whatever. You know, you take the good with the bad. She was real good to me. She took care of me. She was there for me during my surgery. She was there for me the last eight years, you know, but we just kind of grew apart, and, um, you know, it kind of sucks, but uh, so is life, and uh, you deal with it, and you try and move forward. Uh, Brandon Wong, you're just a fucking flaming-ass libtard, so shut the fuck up. You know, I kind of like you, but you're fucking an uneducated libtard. Educate yourself and then when you educate yourself come back on in six months and tell me hey, you know what Mike You were right. I was wrong. I was uneducated yes. You're you're right. You're right. The fucking media is corrupt. You're right. Everything the fucking media says favors the Democrats He was Wong. He was Wong Brandon. You were Wong. You know, what I'm saying everything that they are is a lie everything they say is a lie I mean, you'll see it. You'll do the research. If you do the research, you'll see. It doesn't take wrong. It takes like two hours of research to realize that everything they say is a fucking lie. You know, the whole Georgia law, lie. Nothing racist about it. All they ask for is voter ID to get an absentee ballot. Oh, the voter ID is racist. You're fucking stopping people from voting. No, we're stopping people from illegally voting, you cocksucking criminal, fucking cock-sucking piece of shit, fucking libtards. Anyways. I had to get that out of my system. Yeah, Matt Gatz is good. There's another political hit job. So just like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to listen. I saw it like it is. I think Matt Gaetz is a political hit job. I think the whole thing with uh, Cuomo is a political hit job. I don't think he did anything to those women, you know, but they're trying to get him out of office because he became very powerful during COVID and they can't have him too powerful because they want cunt face. Cunt face. That's uh, Kamala cunt face Harris to be president. So they had to take fucking Cuomo down. And I'll tell it like it is. Yeah, you know, it's a political hit job, you know. Plus, by 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 kicking him out getting him out of office for these phony ass like sexual harassment things against Cuomo, then the real the real story doesn't get exposed, which is the eighteen thousand people he killed in nursing homes with his ridiculous policies. So that's all that hit job is on Cuomo. It's just, so the real truth about the, the nursing home thing doesn't come out. I tell it like it is. You know, There's political hit jobs on both sides of the aisle. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, politics is really divisive. I don't, uh, you know. Yeah, the 60-minute interview on, on um, Ron DeSantis. Fake news, lying motherfuckers. They had to retract the whole story because that's what the fake news media does. They let 20 million people see a story that's a fake and then... Two days later, they they retract it to like 2,000 people and everybody fucks and finds it as facts because we live in a corrupt country, a corrupt country with corrupt media, okay? It's like literally North Korea media is probably more honest than the United States of America media, period. And if anybody wants to debate me on that, they could call my, call my show and I'll debate them on any issue when it becomes... Comes part of the media. I will prove to anybody who calls me that the media we live in is fucking corrupt. Now, is your local news corrupt? No. The local news even talks, when they talk politics, they're pretty fair. But anything on like ABC, NBC News, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, it's all propaganda on both sides of the aisle. Way worse on CNN and MSNBC, but Fox has plenty of propaganda, too. And uh, it's just what you need to know, you know. And if you want to, uh Brandon, everything you fucking know about politics, you fucking watch CNN and MSNBC. You're a fucking sheep. You don't think for yourself. Because if you thought for yourself, you'd understand what's going on, okay? Just go fucking herd yourself with a bunch. you tell you what, go to a farm and fucking go lay down between all the sheep and let them shit all over your fucking face. And then you can say, oh, I feel great. I'm a sheep. I feel like I'm part of the sheep because that's what you are, Mr. Wong. Just want to let you know that. Anyways, uh, don't be a sheep, man. Being a sheep sucks. Learn, you know, learn for yourself. Think for yourself. Don't be a sheep. You know what I mean? So of course the media is going to start us fucking our next war because that's what the media does. They divide. They divide the whole country by race. They divide the entire country by class, okay? And they pit white people. You see what Charles Barkley said a week ago? He goes, both sides of the aisle are corrupt. The, 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 the Democrats and the Republicans and the media pit everyone against each other to start a fucking race war that doesn't exist. He finally told it like it is. See, because Charles Barkley's unfireable, so he he could tell the truth. They can't silence him. They can't uh, cancel him. He's worth too much money for them to cancel. He's allowed to say what he wants. You know, go look what Charles Barkley said. He, even he knows what's going on there, Mister Wong. Even Charles Barkley knows more than you. How do you like that? How do you like that? You? Charles Barkley, some dumbass fucking basketball announcer. Knows more about what's going on in the world than your dumbass. You're so dumb, but whatever. I don't mind it. You'll 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 wise it up one day. You'll figure it up. Yeah. Tell him, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Tell him, Brandon. I'm a sheep. <laughs> I watch CNN and MSNBC. <laughs> and everything they say is a lie. <laughs> fucking idiot. Anyways, right, let's, uh, you know. All right, yeah, that we could talk about. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about that last week, though, didn't we? About that Georgia law? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Because I offered anybody on my show $10,000. And that still stands for all you fucking sheep out there that think that anything in that law is racist, you know, where Delta and Coca-Cola and MLB, and they all pulled out of Georgia for a racist voting law. Go look at, read the fucking bill for the hundredth time. Read the fucking bill. If there's any voter suppression or anything racist in there, you call my show, you prove it to me, you get $10,000. There you go. That's all you need to know. I haven't heard from any of you yet because, you know, when the sheep tell you one thing, You know, you guys all believe it. Am I watching Major League Baseball? John, what do you think? You think I'm going to fucking watch these fucking commie fucks that fucking pulled the All-Star game out of Georgia over a fucking law that didn't exist? You think I'm going to watch them? What do you think, John? I haven't watched one baseball game. You know me. I take this shit personal. You know what I'm saying? And you know what the funny part is, is at the end of the season, when Major League B- the ratings are down 50% and the fans are down 50%, they're going to be like, what is low as me? What happened? Oh, I offended 50% of the country on a fucking lie. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah, that's a r- <clears throat> great business model. Let's fucking offend 50% of the country based on a fucking lie of a partisan lie that the left tried to spin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's why we're down. Oh, how are we going to pay these guys $340 million contracts when we lost half our fan base based on a lie? Hmm. Good luck. Can't wait to find that one out. Can't wait to find that one out, buddy. I still love you, John. Don't worry. I'm still a Dodger fan. I just don't watch the shit. I look at the... I look at the... uh, What's it called? uh, Tomorrow. I look at the box scores, you know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... To, to what the thing was so stupid is they they re- they reached a judgment before they did their homework. Not one of them read the bill. Okay, they heard partisan ass fucking Biden just make a partisan ass comment about a bill. None of them read it, and now now they can't backtrack because they've already fucking pulled the all star game. They've already fucking spilled their fucking beans, and now now they're gonna lose fifty percent of revenue, fifty percent of people and fans. And you know what? They get what they deserve. You don't read a fucking bill. I read the bill. Why don't you motherfuckers read it? Hey, John, I love you to death. Go read the bill, John. Go read the bill, Mr. Garza, my good friend. At least John will read the bill. Then he'll realize that, hey, you know what? Mike's right. Because one thing about John, he's on the left. But he listen, we talk. We talk. He's, well, he's actually somebody that, that'll listen to, to me. You know, he's not a fucking sheep. He used to be a sheep. But after I talk to him, he's not so much a sheep. But um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I just don't want people being informed by mainstream media lies. That just isn't true. Like I said, it's a free 10 grand if anybody could fucking show me anything sup- that suppresses a vote or is racist in the Georgia bill that the Major League Baseball, Coca-Cola, Delta, and all these fucking woke ass companies decided they're going to pull out over. I just want to know. I just want to know. I just you want know. 10 fucking grand, bro. I mean, who? it's real easy. Prove it to me. That goes to show you how fucking corrupt our fucking... I mean, they jumped the gun based on something that our fucking dementia fucking brain-dead 90-year-old president said. Yeah, okay. All right, so Mr. Helmuth is coming in. Uh, We're going to talk some things. I don't know if he wants to take any phone calls. He said he didn't, but he might be in a good mood now. He might have signed a big deal or something. He does that a lot, and we'll see what uh, he has to say, um, and we'll go from there. Do
1: phone
0: calls, man. I know, but Phil doesn't want to do phone calls. I'll do phone calls, but Phil doesn't like to take phone calls. He's, like, worried, like, somebody's going to say something to piss him off. I'm like, do you think we're going to let somebody be rude to you? you I know she, <laughs> he, he doesn't listen to our podcast, or he'd understand what we do. But that's okay. I do pay all my debts. That's what I do. That's for fact. I'm almost out of debt, you guys. Beginning of the pandemic, I owed seven hundred eighty-three thousand. Now I owe like a hundred and thirty, and I'm okay, man. I'm doing okay. Can't complain. You know, I'm gonna pay the rest of these people off pretty soon. And uh, Mr. Phil Helmuth is here, so we're going to uh, say hello to Phil. Phil, what's up, buddy? Philly, Philly, Philly. You're muted, muted, Philly. Unmute yourself, Philly. There you are, What's up, Mikey? What's up, buddy? Welcome to the mouthpiece, man. How's it going? How you doing? Doing good, my man. So um everybody's here. They want to hear from you. Um your first match with Daniel is over. Uh how do you uh even though you you won uh, how do you feel uh, things went
1: i mean daniel's an amazing player and uh, he's really playing technically great poker he's just going to be a tremendous challenge okay
0: yeah and uh, you you had told me that and you know t- talking from coming from phil um and phil's not the type of people that likes to give too many compliments and we've had a lot of talks about this uh he was very impressed with how Daniel played and, um, and, uh, you know, what do you, what, I mean, you you think going forward, it's, it's going to be hard, huh?
1: Oh, it's going to be hard. Daniel, I mean, he had me low on chips and, uh, he got me low on chips. And when the blinds went up, I I was a little lucky. So, you know, um, I mean, he's just, he's just a tremendous challenge.
0: Yeah. By
1: the way, Mike, you play in my online game Yeah. and uh, we're filming, Poker After Dark, Oh yeah. Bill's online game. That's right. April 20th. And that's going to be coming out on the Poker Go app.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for, I was going uh, to uh, chime in I don't know that. if you're
1: going to get a seat, Mike. We'll see. But you yeah. have to show up. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get you on the show. But yeah, uh, but you have to show up. You know, there was one time where I told you this game is going to be incredible. I know. And all you got to do is show up. I didn't show and up. And you really wanted a seat badly. I know. And you didn't show up. I know. I told you the night before. It looks like ninety percent is going to be full, but you got to show up. Yeah, you forgot to show up. Whoops. Yeah. Um, instead, Mike Sexton showed up with Rob Young for that game. Yeah. And Sexton was was wonderful to play with, and yeah. he did well.
0: God bless Mike Sexton. Rest in peace. You know. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to be filming our online game on April twentieth, the one I play with with Phil every day, uh, and uh, then it'll air on Poker Go. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately we only have, we have about 13, 14 players in our online game. And, uh, on the, well, Mike, we really have like
1: 22 that we really have like 25 that play or 30. Now it's cut down to more like 20, but of the guys that play all the time, like 12 or 13, I think you're right. right. 13, 14 that play all the time.
0: And there's only seven seats available. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see if I play or not, uh, I mean, I know you all out there love when I play. We're going to
1: have that actress, hopefully the actress model Arden show. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I look forward to her, uh, you know, playing with us. Actress, model, singer, uh, you know, um, Julie Ornn, is going to come, you know. Um, <laughs> what? What's that? What's this two thing?
0: Oh I, no! I, I, it's real easy, Phil. I I am giving away a free 100 dollars um, to uh, uh, how many names you drop? That but somebody had a one guy uh, had a guess and um, and if he wins or not, we're gonna find out.
1: Well, okay, I'll drop some more names. No,
0: soon. no, 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 no. He could have the under, bro. The guy could have the under. Don't fuck the guy. Just just Chris, be yourself, Chris bro.
1: Eubank. Uh... <laughs> is not going to play, but I mean, he's the reigning middleweight champion of the world. He yeah. has to fly to London. Yeah. He would have been a great addition. He plays in our regular game. Yeah. And we also have some other big names that I don't really want to talk about on air. Yeah. Uh, so let's not talk about the big, some of the biggest names, yeah. but I will tell you, it's, it's a really fun game and it's a really fun group. And we play, you know, 10, 20, 40 blinds. And I know that Mike won like 6,500 last night. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that was, that was pretty nice. I, I grenaded a hand at the end, but that's okay. I didn't want to win too much anyways. So, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the game's, you know, our, our game's pretty good. You know, I can't complain. It's, you know, it's fun. We have a good time. So, you know, so Daniel, you, you got another, when's your next match with Daniel going to be?
1: It's been a we or we're going to be uh, May 5th. Right, May 5th. Okay. At 8 p.m. Eastern on Poker Go.
0: So, you know... A lot of people, and you've heard this, feel like Daniel outplayed you and you got lucky. What is what is your take on that?
1: Man, Daniel played great. I mean, you gotta give him credit. I mean, he, he really played great. He just was mm-hmm. technically perfect. Mm-hmm. He got me low in chips, you know, and he could easily have won. I mean, I had to make a miracle comeback. Yeah. What did I have left? Thirty eight hundred. Yeah. And he had uh he had the other ninety six thousand two hundred. Yeah. So, you know, um I mean just All my hats off to Negreanu and the way he played. So he's a big challenge, Mike, and Uh, and I look forward to it. And I got to get going in a minute here. I have, but I mean, listen, everybody.
0: The one thing I will say about Phil, like Phil likes to always talk about how great he is, whatever you know. But he told me before the match, this is going to be the biggest challenge of his life, and he's still saying it today. And so that goes to show you that, like, Phil definitely respects Daniel. I think more than Daniel respects him, which. That's uh, coming from, you know, Phil.
1: Yeah, home. you know, I mean, I have respect for a lot of the younger generation, too. Yeah. I don't like it when people say don't give credit. You yeah. know, I think Jason Coon's an amazing player. I think that there's a whole list. Steven yeah. Shidwick, you think Brent Kenny is the best. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so all these guys, all these young generation, there's so many great players that we have to play against, yeah. you know, and, uh, and you know, I'm not saying I'm the greatest No Limit Hold'em uh, player, uh, right now, mm-hmm. uh, all I said is I'm the greatest tournament player of all time. I agree. Ninety nine percent of the people give me that. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to be the greatest tournament player of all time in ten years. You know, so some of these guys beef up their resumes. Yeah. You if know? you put, could be Daniel, yeah, could yeah. be Daniel goes on a rush and wins a bunch of more tournaments. Could be yeah. Phil Ivy. Could be Stephen Shidwick. I mean, could, could be, it be just. Kenny. There's <laughs> a lot of
0: could be Justin Bonomo, but I think Justin Bonamo had his rush when he won, like, five out of five high rollers in one year.
1: Justin Bonomo is an amazing player. I recognize all these guys, and, yeah. you know, I want my chance to play alongside them. You know, they judge me. They, they, they You know, some of the guys lied, and they said, I'm losing lifetime in high rollers, right. uh, and, and they never even corrected it. Well, of course that's not true. I'm up 1.5 million in the high rollers, and, you know, I played – in one series, $25,000 dollars buy I was exhausted every day. So I bought an 8 hours late every day. I didn't want to be in town. I showed up for Poker Go and Poker Central because I love those guys. And uh, so they saw me grenade a 300K. Okay, I've grenaded at least two or three of those. They saw me play bad in a bunch of 25Ks when I could barely wake up every day. Fine. So, you know, I want them to judge me on if I come in June 1st and I play a bunch of 25Ks. I want them to judge me then. I want them to, you know, see the real Phil, the guy that's actually going to show up two hours late, not eight yeah. hours late. Speaking, the yeah. guy that's somehow going to be well-rested, the guy who's actually going to be focused on playing poker. Judge me on that. And if that's all you have on me is that I blew like 10 tournaments, yeah. then, you know. I've bl- blown oh, more, well,
0: I blown more than poker, 10.
1: I mean, how many tournaments have you and I blown? in our Oh, lives? God,
0: unbelievable.
1: Now, you know, you talk
0: about like being ready to play and and not blowing term and whatever. Now, we talked about this privately. You could, you know, and you came into the match and Daniel, you had like eight meetings and you didn't sleep that well. And you told me that you did not play well the first hour and a half and that that's going to change next time around. You still feel that way.
1: Well, I mean, I hope. I mean, Daniel played so technically perfectly, you know that. You know, um, I did lose a couple of pots early. I did lose a couple of uh, flips, but I, I paid off too much, and you know, I mean, just a bunch of you know, like. I mean, I don't know, Mike. I mean, you know, I'm not sure that I can play much better than I played. I was a I little know. bit tired. I thought so you like, played Daniel really good. Daniel was tired too. You yeah. could see Daniel. You could see he was tired. You could see he was tired in his eyes. Yeah. that's just part of playing a match. You know, yeah. the thing I'm proud of about the match is that when I got down to. You know, thirty eight hundred or whatever it was, four thousand. Mm. They reported thirty eight hundred, but yeah. say it was five thousand. I got down to. I thought thirty eight hundred. Yeah. I just never panicked, and no, I, I think you that didn't. comes from. And the- that comes, Mike, from playing. Let me finish. That yeah. comes from playing with my friends up here in you know Silicon Valley, where and in LA when I play high stakes poker with them. Sometimes I'll have eighteen hundred in front of me, mm-hmm. and I'm still playing that eighteen hundred as hard as I can, even though the blinds are one, two, or two, four. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm still actually trying my hardest. And my friends love that about me and they hate that about me. I mean, they should know that if I always buy 20 or 30,000, I would make more money in the game. But for me, this is just, you know, uh, this is just when I'm playing with my friends, it's like good practice for tournament poker and, you know, and working a short stack. And, you know, and so, I, I, you know, and you too, Mike, you're you're, you're used to playing a shorter stack. And even Daniel's used to playing a shorter stack, you know, during the World Series of Poker. I mean, sometimes an hour passes, and you and Daniel and I are on five big blinds, seven big blinds, you know?
0: And you know what's funny is, like, all these top players want to say, well, Phil and you and Dan, whatever, you guys are great 30, 40 big blind players, but if you got to play deep, you guys aren't good. Well, guess what, everybody? 99% of every tournament you play, you're going to have 40 big blinds or less. So if you really think that you got to be great playing 300 big blinds, Good luck to you because you're almost never going to be playing more than 50 big blinds. No,
1: Mike. I mean, the point is this. You know, if, we, if you and I are playing 300 big blinds in a tournament, mm. um, the next generation, of which, again, there's a lot of great players. I'm not. It's, yes. I always praise them, but I don't have to agree with all their theories. No. And so I'm going to play 300 big blinds different than you are. Correct. You're going to play, you're going to play much faster with 300 big blinds. They're going to play super fast with big blinds. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to play kind of slow with big blinds. Yeah. I just have my theory that works for me and Correct. they have their theories that work for you. And you have your theory that works for you. That's perfect and I answer. wouldn't coach everybody to play like I play either, by the way.
0: Yeah. No, that's a perfect answer. Everybody has their own game. And listen, it's real easy to say, well, the the simulator or the the solver says you got to play like this. Well, if everybody played the exact same way as the solver, we'd be playing against fucking 20 robots every day. Poker is, everybody has their own game. You got to play your own game. The way I play the game works for me. The way you play the game works for you. The way Daniel plays the game works for him. And that's just what poker is. So you know, I agree with you hundred percent there. I really do. You know? And so, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's a great thing, you know I mean? So Daniel's going to be a huge challenge for me. Anyway, Mike, I got it going after yeah, go sure. meet somebody for a drink at yeah. five. No and, problem. Uh,
0: I appreciate you coming on here and, uh, I'll tell see em- you in
1: our online game tonight, Mike.
0: I will. And, uh, don't hit and run tonight, buddy. Cause I'm going to kick your ass.
1: Hit and run. I lost 5,000 last night.
0: Oh, I missed that. That's right. You did. I forgot that. Oops. Sorry about that. Talk to you later, my friend. Thanks for tuning in to the mouthpiece. Appreciate it. Thank you, Philly. Love you. Okay. Well, Phil almost went over the, the, the betting number of four. He got to three, but I'm going to tell you what, he would have kept going if I didn't interrupt them. So I'm going to give, uh, Whoever that guy said I'd give hundred dollars to my, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give, I'm going to give three hundred dollars. I'm going to give two more people a hundred dollars into my home game. So we're going to take phone calls, okay? And then I'm going to make a few trivia questions. And if you get it right, you will get a free $100 hundred dollar buy-in into my home game. That's what I think we should do. Why not? All right, let's light up the phone lines. Ready? The Mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at The Mouth Matisseau on Twitter for times that hour call-in segment will be live 702-329-0480 we're gonna take a half hour hour of phone calls we're gonna give away two hundred dollars and free buying two people are gonna win a hundred into my home game what's going on welcome to the mouthpiece. This is mike hey mike what's up buddy how's it going today
2: going good man um, I got uh, a question that you might either have an answer to or mm-hmm. just some take on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think that um, Negranu like, actually hates Helmuth?
0: No. No, and if you've been watching no? his okay. interviews lately, he's actually been giving Phil a lot of credit, okay? And the thing that bothers Daniel, and it bothers me, and it bothers a lot of the top pros, it's not that we don't think Phil's the best tournament player of all time. It's the fact that I put in a lot of work to technically make my game better. I don't do as much of the GTO as Daniel has done, but I I see what people are doing. I know what checkbacks are. I know when to bet it. And Phil still thinks old school. And they're mad that they just like Daniel would love they love Daniel loves Phil. He wants him to get better. He doesn't want him to keep saying, You're the I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest and not improve his game. If he put in if they, if if Phil put in 40 hours worth of work, not even that much, maybe 20, Daniel would have utmost respect for him. So it's that's really what it comes down to. So it's just like he just wants to see him get better. He doesn't want to just he doesn't want to think he's in delusional land like and 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 in all fairness, you know, you listen to him talk and just now, I mean, he's he he admitted Daniel's technically better than me. Daniel he told me Daniel outplayed him. You know, he goes, I watched the match. He goes, he completely outplayed me. So the old Phil would never admit that he was able to watch that broadcast and say to himself, Hmm, there's these things I need to improve on. And Phil will be much improved in the next match. And if anybody thinks that Phil's going down fucking six to one in chips in the next match, they're just wrong because Phil's not an idiot and Phil likes to win too much. So, I I I wish he would put in more work, but but he's a little uh, he 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 saw he saw what Daniel did to him. He's not stupid, you know what I mean. He admitted it, right. Yeah. You know, so um, do
2: do you think if uh, Helmuth loses that he'll do round three? Because I heard him say that he was pretty sure he wouldn't do a round three.
0: No, I don't think. He's given going. given his competitive
2: nature, right?
0: Yeah if he lo- he's not if he does if he loses the second match i don't think he's going to – from what i have talked to him he actually wants to put all the money on this match round he doesn't he, he see he's smart right he knows it's how hard it is to beat somebody 3 times in a row you know what i'm saying now if he loses this match uh i mean if he wins this match he'll play another one because he'll you know he only has 50,000 to lose you know what i'm saying uh but if he right. uh but if he loses this i think he'll take his 50k loss and uh you know and and put a good showing together and be happy with himself I, that's just my opinion uh the, the read i get off the situation because i talked me and phil really tight i talked to him about an hour a night we play in the a, in, a, in, in the same home game every night uh we you know he whines like a bitch when he loses he's so funny you know and uh <laughs> and we have a lot of fun you know what i'm saying so you know i we're pretty good friends so i understand what he's thinking <clears throat> but you know what let's be honest um I mean, Daniel ran his mouth. Daniel beat, wanted to bludgeon him. Daniel fucking was really condescending. He threw the Kleenex at him. He threw the towel at him. And he fucking couldn't finish him off. And if Phil was going, if Daniel was going to lose, he lost in the worst way imaginable. So, you know, say what you want. Did, Did Daniel outplay Phil for half the match? Sure he did. Did Phil catch some good cards when the blinds were up? Sure he did. But... If you think the last three hours that Phil was outplayed, you're just sorely mistaken. And why is that? Because Phil is the best 30 big blind player or less around. Okay? That's where he thrives. And even Daniel admitted that in his interview that he had on Twitter the other day. Okay? Now, when they're playing deep, Daniel's going to destroy him. He just is. Daniel's put in the work. He He's just good. But he won't destroy him as much as he did in first match because – Phil got to see what Daniel was doing. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, right. yeah. But Vic, listen, those are two of the top five tournament players of all time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm in the top 25 probably of all time. If you Maybe 20 if you put the, all the mixed games and stuff. I mean, I'm like, I think I'm the only person in the world that's won a a, four, a bracelet in four different uh, events. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's easy. To, you know, they always say who the best poker player is. You know, you can say, well, who's the best no-limit player or poker player? I mean, I play all games perfect, great. You know what I'm saying? There ain't many people in the world that can say that. You know what I mean? So a lot of these kids that are that are really good no-limit hold'em players that are in a discussion, you know, or they're not really in the discussion for best poker player. They're in the discussion for best hold'em player. See, if the, a lot of these kids, like they talk about Phil not putting in the work. Well, all these other guys need to put in the work. On other games because if you want to be considered one of the best poker players in the world you got to learn how to play all the games see what i'm saying and that's that's just, where I, that's yeah. just what it is you know what i'm saying i, I think i'm, I'm yeah. one of the best no limit players that ever played i think i'm one of the best i think i am the best omaha eight player that ever played i think i'm one of the top five stud eight or better players that ever played and uh you know that's it I'm, i don't i don't want claims i don't have no other claims you know what i mean but i put the work in i put the work in in yeah. all the games uh, and that's why you've seen me at final tables in every single game. Every time a tournament is played, I'm, I got a shot to be in a final table. You know, now there's a lot of players you can't say that about. Like even Phil. I mean, he's made a lot of final tables in a lot of different games. But, you know, uh, up until he had two Raz bracelets, 13 of his bracelets are in Hold'em. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, listen, you got to put yeah. the work in to be one of the best players. You know? So that's about it.
2: But I, yeah. I, I think hey, Phil, but I just want to say. Um... Go ahead. Yeah, shoot.
0: No, uh, what you were you going to
2: say? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, man. Yeah, dude, I really appreciate you doing those live streams last summer of yeah. you playing because, like, you play kind of the way that I play, and I always thought that I was being, like, too tight. too tight conservative, no. especially, like, in Omaha, and watching you, I'm like, that's how I play it. No. And, like, it's messed with my head for a long time because you see oh, this stuff, and it's all these reckless types of things that's I mean, like what makes let, the airwaves, you know, cuz it's uh, exciting and
0: stuff. Let me ask so you this. There's, I
2: like I just really appreciate this, 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 you doing this, that man. Yeah,
0: and I'm going to do it again shortly. The only reason why I haven't been streaming a lot is I'm every t- I, I got to get a new chair cuz whenever I sit in this chair I'm sitting in right now and I play sit here for more than a couple hours, my back's in horrible pain. So I got to get a new chair. Once I get a new chair, I'm going to start streaming again. And the thing is this, I ask people all the time this is a fair question for you, right? When you play a lot of hands and people are like, oh, this guy's really live, right? Well, when that guy makes hands, he gets paid, correct? Right. but We know he does. Okay. It's hard to make hands, isn't it? Yeah. Of course. So these are the two ways you play poker. You play lots of pots, and when you get hands, you get paid. Or you give off an image that you're really tight and everybody thinks you're really tight, which allows you in the blinds and ante to go up to do what? Steal aunt blinds, anis, and pots. See what I'm saying? So you set yourself. I, I I believe you set yourself an image, and you use that image to dominate when the blinds come up. Okay, I believe that's the right way to play. I don't know if any whether it is or not, but that's how I play. OK, it's a lot easier to that's, play tight. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot easier to play tight and exploit people with your image. I mean, when they say, oh, look how tight Mike is. He's played one hand in two hours. Now the blinds have gone up two levels. All of a sudden, I, r- I raise and re-raise four times in a row. Oh, Mike has to have it. Mike has to have it. I mean, I'm not giving away my secrets, but it's just that's how you play poker. It's all about timing. It's all about image. And it's all about using your image to exploit pl- people. And that, to me, that works pretty well. And I'm not going to change it.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we'll see That's what this. I do in, like, cash games, where right. I'll have the image, but then I'll just start exploiting the button like crazy, and no one has any idea that I'm just taking, you know, 100 bucks here and there, which is trash. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I totally get you. All
0: right. Well, thanks for the call, my man. Take care, and uh, uh, thanks for listening to the mouthpiece.
2: All right, buddy. Have a good night, man. You
0: too. Bye-bye. All right. We got any more calls? Yeah, well, because they want to they try and get win $100. bucks. let us see what we can do. Yeah, but he didn't seem like somebody wanted. Him.
3: What's going on, Mike?
0: What's up? How you doing?
3: I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. What what's going on, ma'am? You got any questions for me? How you been? No.
3: Uh well on the uh I I I actually am not a big fan of Daniel Negrano anymore. I really Well don't he was like he was really
0: to condescending right. to Phil. Um and he yeah. took a lot of heat for it, and you know what the tr- truth of the matter is is, and I'm not going to lie, Daniel won't sugarcoat it. He wanted to embarrass him, and the reason why he wanted to embarrass him is not because he wanted to make him look bad. He wanted him to see how outclassed he is and how much he needs to work on his game. Okay, and I think he well, did that. I'll say this: he
3: capitalize on that so basically and i i respect that of daniel negrano i my hat goes yeah. off or or phil helmets my hat goes off to him i'm glad he did that yeah yeah
0: I'm, no he I'm never panicked he we, I,
3: i'm a big fan but reason why i call you is because you're a big basketball fan
0: yeah yeah that's fucked up oh that's nice uh, go ahead our, our, we're having internet problems but we'll try and hear you go ahead oh I think... Yeah, oh, okay. No problem. Um, Does every, he's a better passer. He's a he, he he guards the paint. He can shoot at the three-point line. I mean, they're really close. I think Embiid's better, okay, but not by much. Jokic is awesome.
3: No, Embiid's better by one reason and one reason only. What? He's physical. He Jokic is more is physical. physical. Okay, he's more I'll give physical. you that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll he's, give you that. I'll give you that. I,
3: that's what I think, but...
0: I, I believe I, I, I believe I the be Sixers are going to the finals. To you don't have to convince to me. I'm convinced the Sixers I are going to the finals. Okay, I think, I think the Brooklyn's I, I, good. I, I, I think Brooklyn's I, I, good. But how are they? Who's going to rebound the ball? Okay, and Bleed's going to get all the. Who's going to rebound the right, ball? DeAndre right. Jordan, get the fuck out of here! You know what I'm saying?
3: Well, well, no, who's going to guard and beat? Aldridge and then I got Blake Griffin.
0: Wait, those yeah. Griffin's what, what, over the hill.
3: What,
0: what, what, Aldridge is over yeah. the hill. Yeah. What, you know, I mean, who's going to guard and That's what I, I, I don't
3: want know. To, what I'm what I'm surprised about is no one in the NBA is talking about, okay, first off, they went out and had Kevin, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Immediately, they knew that wasn't enough to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. So then they go out and they get James Harden. And then midway through this debacle, they realize, "Oh man, our big three isn't enough to beat the big two because there's actually a big two and a half. No, it's It's a big three. If you don't
0: think Tobias Harris is a star, you're crazy. The guy's playing at the MVP level he played with two two years ago with the Clippers. I mean, the reason why Philadelphia is so good is Tobias Harris. He's playing better than that. No shit. Tobias Harris He's is a fuck a buck. They that. have a big three also. The only difference is they're deeper. They got Curry that could shoot forty something percent from three. They got Danny Green who could guard anybody in the perimeter and shoot forty percent from three. They got Dwight Howard in the middle to back up and beat. They're way deeper. Okay? Now, are the are oh, is yeah, hard yeah. is Hart, is Harden, Irving, and Durant too much to guard to overcome? Well, we're gonna find out. OK, and uh, yeah, as see, good as I Milwaukee those, is, I, I mean, I just don't see him beating the Sixers or Brooklyn. But we'll see. Yeah.
3: yeah, we'll see. That's why I really think it's important for the Sixers to get the number one seed, because if they get the number one seed, they're not going to they're going to have to wait to play either Brooklyn or the Bucs. If they get the two seed, they're going to play the Bucks or than you know whoever in who do you, the second round. Who do you like in the so West? Then then you're gonna play them. Uh to be honest with you, I, I, I really like the Phoenix Suns, man. I really <laughs> They're like They're good, the Suns. bro. They're they, fucking good. They are, uh, I have them or the Lakers. Are, I have them
0: or the Lakers coming out of the West. Well um, I don't
3: think Utah I don't think Utah could really play with the Sixers because I think that it would be a physical game. Yeah, Gobert's Gobert's good, but he's not physical.
0: Gobert's not physical enough.
3: Yeah, I I really don't see any team in the West beating the Sixers. I really don't. I'm not being optimistic. I really think this is going to be one of many opportunities for the Sixers to grab chips.
0: I'm a a diehard Laker fan, and I don't believe the Lakers are going to win it this year. Um, I do think it's going to be the Sixers or Brooklyn, and that's my opinion. Doesn't yeah, mean it. doesn't mean I'm right.
3: Know. That's a good opinion.
0: I don't doesn't mean yeah, I'm right. We're, we're All right, man.
3: you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, man. You have a good one. Oh wait, yeah. I got one question. I'm thinking about moving. I'm moving either in uh, June or August. Either going to I'm thinking of either going to Vegas or maybe I'm thinking about Texas because Texas is. Uh, a lot of poker being played in texas right now so what would you what would you think would be the best scenario i've been playing um for a living i guess uh about a year so
0: texas is uh, the way that's texas is where the uh poker's at like i had ashley uh heinz on last week uh she lives in texas she plays a lot out there and yeah 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 and so um you know, she says the games are fantastic. Um, if I was a lower limit grinder looking to make ten thousand a month, I mean, if you're not playing in Texas, you're just you're just a fucking idiot. Texas is where Florida was in 2013. Uh, it's you could print yourself a hundred thousand a fucking month right now, and you don't even need to be very good. So. Um, uh, that's what I recommend. Okay,
3: thank you. Thank you. I will be in Texas. You got it, my <laughs> man. Thanks for
0: calling, man. And uh, thanks for listening to the mouthpiece. you
3: too, man. You got it. Later. Talk to you soon.
0: All right. Well, let's get another caller. And uh, let's give away 100 bucks to somebody. Let's give away 100 bucks to my live game. Hello? Hey, welcome to the Mouthpieces. Mike, how's it going?
4: Hey, Mike, how are you, man?
0: Good, man. How are you?
4: I'm doing well, sir. Doing well. Hey, uh, I kind of got my question answered. Um, I've been saving on my bankroll, playing just part-time, one or two times a week. What, what
0: limits you playing?
4: Um, uh, mostly 5'10".
0: Okay, good.
4: good. 2'5", 5'10". Okay. Um, whatever. You know, I try to play the biggest stakes I can play uh, Unfortunately, I live in Salt Lake City, Utah, so I have to travel outside my state to play.
0: yeah well, and, Texas is a good place and, to play and, right now.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know and uh, May thirtieth is my last day of work. Um, I'm quitting after after 31 years i'm 48 years old now Yep, and uh, I'm gonna play for a living and
0: okay you know, I've got got a, about a about 100k bankroll. Oh, that's plenty somewhere. okay yeah, a, just, I'm know, gonna just, give you one piece of advice. Now, if you're going to be playing sure. for a living, is and you're let's just say you're playing five ten, right? So five ten, a uh, thousand dollar buy in, a hundred bigs, two buy ins a day, okay? Don't lose more than two buy ins a day. If you know, if you if you're a decent player and you have money management, bankroll management, and you never, if the game's off the charts, you can lose three, okay? And if you don't do that. You're always going to be successful. I mean, we got a guy who plays in our home game. On a scale of one to ten, he's a three out of ten. And the guy is one of the biggest winners in the game because he usually loses one buy-in, two buy-ins, the most, and then quits for the day. Plays super, super tight, and that's it. He doesn't even have any talent, but he's got great bankroll management. Great bankroll management is the most well, important thing. Yeah.
4: well, that's great. You know, and that's the kind of the question that I wanted to ask you. I mean, you know, as I was coming up, you know, I'm an older player. You know, kind of in your age bracket, and Helmuth and all these guys, and 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 so my game was kind of kind of adjusted around what I seen. You know, Mike, and 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 when you were coming up, you know, without question, the best mixed game player in the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who who wants to go about it, you are.
0: Yeah, no, there's I'm, no I'm definitely in my mind. I mean, in tournament and stuff, in all the games, I'll I'll put myself against anybody. You know, there's a few that yeah, play yeah, better than me, uh, but. <laughs> But like I'm a pretty well, I'm a very well-rounded, cash, I'm right? a very well-rounded poker player, and um, yeah. I used to be the best in no-limit. I still, still believe I'm in the top fifty, maybe higher, especially the way I'm playing now. Um, I, I work hard. I, I understand the game, um, and then I play all the mixed games good. So, you know, um, I, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have a big ego. I know nowadays it's, you know, just. You know, this in the old days, I challenge anybody head up three handed. I'd start every. I didn't give a fuck. I, I believed I was better than everybody. But right. but you know what, poker ain't about whose dicks bigger. Poker is about right. every time you sit in the game, no matter what game you're in, that you're one of the top three players out of a nine headed game. If you're one of the top three players out of nine in every game you play in, you're always gonna win. So the game's tough. You drop down to a fuck if you're playing if you're playing fifteen hundred. The game's tough. You drop down to 2550. The 2550 game's tough, you drop down to 1020. The 1020 game's tough, you drop down to 510. You always look for the softest game. Poker ain't about whose dick's bigger. It's about money management and always being the best player. Always put yourself in position right. where you're the best player or one of the top three best players, and you're always going to win. That's what I do now. That's why my win ratio is, I mean, people don't even, wouldn't even believe. Like, like, let's just say the last. Hundred sessions of poker I played. I mean, I've won ninety two. You know what I am saying? Now you could say, "Well, that sounds incredible. That sounds impossible." But I am always putting myself in spots where I am the best player. You see what I am saying? It's like I did. Absolutely. Like, it took me until like t- two thousand. Took me until maybe like four years ago to realize this. I mean, I I was my ego was ridiculous, but poker ain't about ego. It's about always being putting your just. Playing in the game, the softest game. Poker's about making money. It ain't about telling, you know, it ain't about me sitting down with with Jason Kuhn and Daniel Negreanu and and, uh, and uh, Brent Kinney and seeing if I could beat the best in the world. It's just not. That's why I don't play the ARIA high rollers, right? All those people in the ARIA high rollers, you know, they want to say, oh, you, oh, you got to win They're in the ARIA high rollers. Well, guess what? In 10 years from now, when it's all said and done, those ARIA high rollers it's all going to go round and round because you know what, even the best player in the world to like, let's say even me is, is like, like this much difference and it would take 10 years to show the difference. So it ain't about that. It's just about playing against idiots, man. You just, you got to put yourself in good spots all the time. If you do that, you're going to be fine. You know? Well,
4: that's the, that's the thing I want to just talk to you about you know. Ask about my bankroll. You you said it's good and, mm-hmm. and get some advice. You know, are are you doing any coaching right now at all, Mike?
5: Uh,
0: yeah, I, I do a little. I mean, I'm really kind of busy right now. Uh, uh, so, sure uh, I so yeah, but I, I definitely do t- coaching. But you know what? Like just what I just told you right there is just that's the it, basis it, of everything. I man, mean, right there. literally, if you never lose more than two buy-ins in a game and you're a fucking a, a C player. You're gonna make money. You know, See, people wanna talk about Chip Reese was the best poker player that ever lived. Why was Chip Reese the best poker player that ever lived? He never had an A game. His game was B minus to B every day, but he didn't have a C minus. Right. He didn't have a C plus. He didn't have an A. He played B minus or B poker 100% of the time, never tilted, didn't have a C, D, or F game, okay? and he was one of the biggest Good. best players of all time because listen when awesome. you're when you when you're when you don't tilt and you can play the same every day you, you don't need to have an A game there's a lot of players that have a better A game than me but I'm a better poker player then because they have F games you know I don't have an F game I used to you know when, back when they used to have the Mike blow blowups oh yeah you know but for I don't sure. do that anymore now I grenaded a pot the other day uh, for 11,000 it was the easiest get away with two kings ever. It was so easy to get away from this hand, and I got stubborn and I called. And I was having a bad day mentally, and I was worried about playing bad, and I did. You know, but that doesn't mean that I have a that I I, I, I tilted. It just means that I was struggling mentally, and I probably shouldn't have been playing, and I misplayed a hand. And even you know, no matter who you are, you're going to misplay a hand. But Chip Reese never misplayed uh, hands. I- Miss Chip Reese just was always mentally tough, you know. So. Yeah, that's my yeah. advice to you. Awesome, man! All right, man. I appreciate the call. Well, and I, best I of luck. Well, I all the help. Thank you. And uh, give us a call. Thank you later.
4: All right, we'll do. Thanks.
0: All right, let's take a couple phone calls. I want to give away a couple hundred bucks uh, to my home game. Uh, so if you want to play, a three hundred bucks, three hundred dollar buy-in in my home game. But the
6: person you call, I'm, has... I'm going to give away
0: I'm going to give away a hundred bucks to the next two players. Where'd the one guy said that I was going to give 100 Phil only went with three names. Man, he he was he was going to fly past four. Yeah, we got, him. I got him Yeah, we're going to have to give him 100 bucks because because he was going to fly by. If it, if it, I was going like this. He, <laughs> Phil didn't, I didn't know he could see me, right? Yeah, he could see me. He I didn't know. Me. So I was like, he's like, what does two mean? So like, I didn't want to, you know, uh, I didn't want to fuck him over, you know. Phil knows we joke around with him. We had a Calcutta in... Uh, Cabo last year, right? And everybody took. We all bet. We all bid between twenty dollars and like five, six hundred of what name Phil would drop first, right? And I was positive he would drop one of these two names. So I invested like fourteen hundred, and the guy got got the one name for twenty bucks, and he went. I mean, he was so close to calling my name, and then he just backed off. It was so brutal.
6: But Hello,
0: welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. What's going on? Hey, hey Mike, how are you, man? Good, man. What are you up to?
7: Well, first off, I just want to really quickly just take a second to say that um, you know I think you got one of the biggest hearts in poker. Thanks, I'm an brother. older guy. Thanks, brother. And I, you know, just following your career a bit, you do, Thanks. and you should be told that every once in a while. And you're also a good son.
0: Yeah, no, I am.
7: And with that being and, and with that being said. Watching your show and taking minutes on your program, I'd love to see you get away. I know you struggle with you know, physical issues and things like that. Yeah. And I'd like to see you get away from this political stuff.
0: Oh. Not that you can't be political. You know what it Not is? Not that you can't be political. It's it's here's you know? the, here's the situation, okay? And and listen, now that Trump's not in office, I'm not near as political anymore. Okay.
7: But no, no, and I'm seeing that and it, it takes such a
0: toll on you. It does. It's very physically. No, physically. I mean I was in a conversation last night at a bar at four in the morning where I got irate because I can't here's what bothers me. It's not about what the right side or the wrong side is. It's I am I feel like I have to use my voice and platform. To fucking inform people of how corrupt our media is. Right? I don't give a fuck if you're on the left or right. If you don't if you're not educated that we live in a North Korea media where they are suppressing free speech, where they are putting out propaganda day after day after day, if I could just open everybody's eyes to the truth, that's all I want. Now, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, but if you as long as long as you're convinced after listening to me that everything I say when it comes to the media and propaganda is the truth, that's all I care about. Because people want to protest Black Lives Matter. People want to protest inequality. What we need to be protesting is our corrupt fucking media, okay? If we could just protest our corrupt media and protest the fact that all these corrupt politicians need to be on term limits, then this country will move forward. Okay, but as long as you have a corrupt media and corrupt politicians that don't want term limits, we will live in a corrupt country. So that's the only thing I'm pushing. I'm pushing term limits and and an anti-corrupt media. That's all.
7: Well, you know, I, I, I am. I like your passion. Mm -hmm. It's just that the physical toll
0: that
7: you you've got so many minutes on your show. And you do such a wonderful job, you and your and your staff. Yeah. And and I gotta tell you that you're informative and you you, you go through these just like the, the segments you were having the minutes before us, before I got on with Yeah. you are being very educated. You know, you you've yeah. got so much to give at that level and you look so good when you're doing it. Yeah. You're actually, you know, you can see it in your in your face. Well, this it, is where you shine. It's and then thing. you get off on the political thing, and I realize you're trying to send that message. And I'm 64 years old. I've yeah. been around a long time, Mike. Yeah. And I've been to a m- many political positions in my lifetime. Right. And the one thing that, that I know that is true is that nobody loses any sleep over you or me or anybody. No. No. But I do, I, I like your passion, but you... you 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 shine when you're a few months Here, ago. I got thing, to it's like, tell you, you, I don't, told, you told a kid what time it was. Yeah, he called you and he asked you, "Should I stay in school? Yeah, or should I be a poker?" Player? And you turned right around, bang, stay in school. and said, "You keep your ass in school." Yeah, you do this and that kid, you change that kid's life. No shit. I mean whether you know it or whether no. you know it or not, Mike. Trust me. You are a major player in the world in the poker community, yeah. and you can go so much further. And and no. I'm not saying stay away from this, but you get on these tie rates where it just yeah. – and I know you're passionate because you've got a big heart. It's the reason
0: why I'm so passionate and, is I can't – I never – okay, so five years ago, I didn't know nothing about politics, Okay. And then when I learned a little about politics, I went like ninety degrees right. Now I'm five degrees right of center, just like everybody's five degrees left, five degrees right. But the one right. thing, you know, like you, no matter how much you hate Trump, okay, and there's and that's fine if you hate him. I mean, I'm not, Listen, I was very disappointed with him at the end myself. Okay, he exposed the media for the frauds that they are. Okay, we have a fucking corrupt media. You are fake news. And the truth of the matter is, is everything that comes out of that media. Every nine out of 10 things that they say is lying propaganda. They've pushed false narratives and when it doesn't fit their narrative, they change the fucking narrative, okay? When it came out, the Boulder, Colorado shooter, they thought he was white. It was white supremacist, white supremacist. They found out he was a Muslim. Nowhere to be found about the Colorado shooter 24 hours later, okay? When the guy ran over somebody in the Capitol Police, they found out he was a a, a, a Louis Farrakhan black man, all of a sudden, crickets. We have a fucking corrupt media that is pushing anti-white a narrative, and you have to ask yourself, why are they doing that? Because the because most, even though the country's fifty percent white, only like twenty percent of them vote. The thirteen percent are black and 80 percent of them vote so basically and, and same with latinos so what they do is they they push a narrative that's a lie and they and, uh you your white privilege or white privilege or that. they want to be anti-white to make the black to pit the black people against the white people to fucking get them out to vote these are sick 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 people and i just want the people to know that that, that what our media is it's just like and the thing is is all the people have to do is do the research. Like, one thing... I have a liberal friend. Her name's Ashley. Um, uh, her name's Ashley Ford. She's a really good friend of mine. We talk every day. But you know why we're able to talk about politics? Because she knows how corrupt our media is. Once you realize how corrupt your, our media is, everybody on left and right can have dialogue. But everybody needs to know that this these fucking media scum fucking bags need to be fucking taken care of. And until then... We're going to have a fuck. – we're going to have just – we're just going to keep having race wars because they push a narrative for political power. That's why every four years during a presidential race, there's race riots in the streets because the media stokes them. Why does the media stoke them? Because it gets black people angry and riled up to get them to the voting booth. That is a fact. Anybody wants to debate me on it? They could fucking debate me on it. I could prove it to them. So yeah, I'm not. It's not like I'm passionate in politics. I'm passionate that everybody that listens to my show fucking understands how corrupt our media is. Okay, there's not well, one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there's not what? one out of ten things they say that it doesn't have a political agenda. These are sick people.
7: That's well, well, I'm going to step out and say, you know, when I was a kid growing up, they came on. You're a little too young to know this, but yeah. when they came on, they read the news. And they read the news in their format, yeah. taking, you know, 30 minutes news. But when news became entertainment and when news became for profit, you started to see Correct. all of these opinions. shows. You know, it just exploded. Yep. Correct. And that's where the beginning, the roots were in the beginning of the entire destruction of what you're talking about. Correct. And I'm because all for
8: a free
0: press.
7: When it all went upside down in cattywampus. And I'm all As for so a free I, press. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree with you 100% that it's out of control yeah. and being passionate about that part of it is great. Yeah. But I just get I just get cuz you're so good when you're when you're when you're in your orbit. Yeah. And then you get into this like you say you're not going so much with the politics anymore. But that's where I get concerned because it really takes a toll on you.
0: No, too, I mean don't stupid. get me wrong. You're when I'm a, for that. when I'm watching got politics, too
7: much more to offer in your show.
0: No, you're right. When I when I'm watching politics, I get I I get angry. But why do I get angry? This is the same reason why they ang- get get black people angry or latino people angry or white they 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 push media, okay? They push false agenda to get people riled up to get them to vote. Now, they're doing the same thing with me. They get me riled up and passionate. Because I see things that our government is fucking everybody with. Well, just like when they pushed the George Floyd thing, they're pushing a narrative that black people are being exterminated by police. There was literally a fucking survey two weeks ago, I think it was, that came out. Sixty one percent of Democrats believed over a thousand black men unarmed were killed last year. Do you know in the last hundred years there hasn't been. A thousand unarmed black men killed by police because the narrative by the media, they're pushing this narrative that's fake. Why do they do that to get the African-American people out to vote and get them angry? Why do they do that to uh, the right? Get me all riled up to get me angry to get out and vote against them. You see what I'm trying to say and until we Absolutely. get a fair, a free and fair media that comes and and reports the news and reports the truth and doesn't push a false fucking agenda. I mean, again, let's let's just go back to this Georgia voting law, okay? You had Major League Baseball pull the All-Star game. You had fucking Coca-Cola, Delta, all these places pull out, right? Saying that this was a racist voting law and it was causing people There was no. I told you, I'm offering 10 grand if anybody could show me one thing that was racist about it or if they suppressed any vote. What all they said is in the in the bill is and I read the bill. I read the fucking bill. It says says if you want an absentee ballot, you must show a photo I.D. OK, you must now show a photo ID to vote. They're not you it's like Delta, like ran their fucking mouth. OK, well, I'm going to go fucking on Delta's airline and tell them I don't have a fucking ID. You know what they're going to tell me? Get the fuck off my fucking plane, motherfucker. So I just hate hypocrites. I hate people that lie to push a fucking false agenda. Okay, they decided they were going to push Joe Biden's Jim Crow 2.0 talking point. Okay, which is a fucking political left-wing lie. Okay, and don't get me wrong. When the when the right pushes a lie, I'll call it out because they push a lot of lies. You know what I'm saying? But they don't push the fucking lies that the left pushes. There's these are sick people, man. They're sick people. You got me all riled up now. That's good. I'm I'm, I'm riled riled up. This is this
7: is the thing is that with your time and your brand and your and and all of that experience that you have accumulated I'd love to see you I know you can't after just talking to you now I understand that you're you're seriously passionate about these things and getting it out to your orbit and audience which is it you know I, I commend the, the the passion it's just the toll and those minutes of your show could be spent on so many other things that you could just change, like I said earlier, you changed a kid's life. You really did. I know. And your power, I, I think you under—I think you have a—you and your your entire staff have a pretty good understanding yeah. that you're reaching a segment of the community. Yeah. That, and you are well respected in the community. Well, I'm not. I'm and not just, if you, I'm not going to lie if to you. you yeah. more time, what I'm just trying to say is, I'd love to spend no, more right. time into. You're, you you're don't, right don't but you, you know not what necessarily just poker.
0: in all, in all fairness just... in all fairness if Trump would have got reelected if they didn't if they would have put the right vote total up which is about 30 million votes for fucking Biden uh uh then I would have uh got I would have become really political on my show because I had a lot of good things lined up and in the age of Trump politics made a lot of money okay and with Trump being out of office politics don't make any money so i'm back to fucking peddling poker which is fine i love peddling <laughs> poker i love peddling poker well, but i love peddling politics you don't,
7: too you don't even have to completely pedal poker i love your bankroll management aspects you oh, can yeah. do yeah 25 minutes three days a week yeah. on on your experience in bankroll management well i went broke I nine times
0: so i had to learn some
7: well my i i You know, I did sports gambling in the late 70s and into the 90s, and all I did was middle. I was a middler because back then you could find middles all over. I had 30 outs, you know, everybody's numbers were off. And I used to talk to people about just middling games. And that's how I did it. And I was really, really heavily into my bankroll management. as well as you are explaining to your audience, how important that is when you enter either poker or sports wagering or anything bankroll management is the whole thing and yeah. you are really really good at getting that across now yeah. because of your life experiences Yeah, hell bells man you you you're at the the top of of the poker community and a ranked big time poker player yeah. and you I know you understand the audience no, you have, and of course I do. How, how happy you look! Yeah, your whole face changes when you talk about certain things. No, so no, I get what you're telling. Uh,
0: listen, what you're telling is the truth. I go, I, I get fucking crazy on politics. You're right, you know. But uh, it's more the fact that it's not about politics. Again, it's the fucking media. And, and and listen, no. if everybody, if, this is a fair question, right? And just be honest with me, and then we got to get, get another phone call here. But I want you to give me an answer. Yeah, I know. Okay, go. if everybody, um, if if the media told the truth, and we had term limits where everybody in Congress, Senate, President could only run for two terms, do you think that we'd have we'd have change in this country? Do you think we'd have we wouldn't have lies and corruption and people would know the truth? Well, see, if that happened, here's the truth. okay? policy wise, 90 percent of the country is fucking leans right policy wise. The only reason why that they even get half the country and votes is they have a corrupt media that tells them lies that isn't true. OK, like am I, I'm socially liberal on every social issue, whether you like it or not. I am. I don't give a fuck who fucks who. I don't give a fuck about drugs, who does what drugs. I don't, I'm, I'm a fan of legalizing everything. OK, so I'm I'm I, I'm even on the left when it comes to gun control a little bit. OK, but guess what? Every other policy securing our border, fucking having to earn a way to make it into this country. Uh so many things, uh, uh, low taxes, uh, low regulations. We don't need the government re- regulating everything we do, you know, and I'm just on the right with policy and so is everyone else. And that's why the fucking left is pushing all these new voter fucking scams. You don't need ID. Anybody can absentee ballot ballots sent right to your fucking mailing address. No, no ID because... They stole the last election. They saw how they stole it, and they want to do it again. And I shouldn't be saying it out loud because now this fucking episode is going to be censored just like fucking the one last week with Ashley Hines was, okay, because they don't want people to know the truth. Why else is YouTube censoring what I'm saying? Is anything what I'm saying anything less than free speech? It's my opinion, okay? They're censoring it because they don't want people to know the truth. That's it. So
7: whatever. Yeah. Well, you know those are are are, are great bullet points and they're great what, things what, the Why why, things why do is
0: that. why is YouTube censoring Mike Madaso poker podcast? Because they hear me There's certain words that come up whether it's stole uh rigged cunt face cunt face. Yeah, cunt face. Yeah, cunt face. That's Kamala. Sorry. Okay. They don't want people to know <laughs> you're, you're dementia. To <laughs> so, listen, when the algorithm here is stolen and dementia, they know I'm talking anti Biden. So then they fucking put a flag on my fucking on my on my YouTube channel. Okay? Yeah. Cunt face, yeah. cunt face, dementia, or stolen. I think those are the three key fucking words, right? Or or free speech. Yeah. That's another one because they're trying to censor everybody's free speech. I mean, and the thing is is you can't they can't really have a I mean you can't push for no civil war to fucking change it because that ain't going to do anything. But there needs to be, instead of everybody wearing pussy hats marching on Washington, women's marches, and all these other ridiculous Black Lives Matter marches, if we could get a million, two million people to Washington and in every state capital saying, we demand justice for this corrupt fucking media and we demand term limits on our corrupt politicians. Now we have change in this country. We don't need any of the other fucking uh, gaslighting bullshit. We need media accountability and term limits on these corrupt politicians, and the country is fixed. You know I'm right, buddy. All right, we're going to take another call. Thanks for calling, Mm -hmm.
7: man. Oh, oh, real quick, Mike. Yeah. Real quick, get a 4-8 game, a
0: limit game going in your home game. I do. I got a 4-8 Omaha 8 going. Okay, but we don't get enough players. I, I,
7: I meant, I meant limit, limit hold'em. You, you. Oh be, come on! Nobody one. plays You're limit hold them anymore.
0: anymore. Have you played in my I mean, home?
7: Well, no, no, Have, your-
0: Have you played in my home game? Have well, you played in my home game?
7: Not played it yet. No. You I want to try? The All right, to listen, it,
0: but- you, I'm going to give you a. I'm gonna, I'm, if you can answer this trivia question right, I'm going to give you a free hundred bucks to my home game. You ready? <laughs> okay. Okay. Phil Hellmuth, did you watch Phil Helmuth Daniel match? No, I didn't. Okay, then you won't know it. Okay, uh, let's find a fucking. Let's see. Well, Phil mentioned it yesterday. Did you listen to Phil a little bit earlier when he was on? No,
7: I just I just came on oh, you know, about halfway. Through. I was trying to
0: come in. I was trying to give you a trivia question you might know. Uh, Something about Lemon Oldham, maybe. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna give you an easy one. Ready? How you many how many World Poker Tour final tables did I make?
7: Did you make? Mm-hmm. WPT? Yeah. Three.
0: Yeah, you're wrong. You lose. It was five. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Hey, I thought you'd get that one. Think then.
7: about the 4-8 limit game. Your big pops will be great. you and you'll have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I think you'll get limit players. Really if you do. want to
0: play one two, hold them. Uh one two no limit. Uh email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Yeah, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. We have a lot of fun every day.
7: Hey Mike, thanks for thanks You're for welcome. taking the call.
0: You got you it. take you
7: take care. All right, later. Bye
0: bye. All right. Let's take some calls. Let's see. We'll take about another uh oh. We're at an hour 15 We'll take 15 more minutes of calls We'll try and give away a couple hundred here Try and give away a couple hundred of the home game What up? Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike Yo, yo, yo Whose is this? Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Mm -mm. I don't hear you Where are you? are you there there. all right well we're going to talk to you later maybe next time we'll talk to you see ya there's a story of a man named brandon wong who's a big fucking sheep but he might get educated one day welcome to the mouthpiece is mike hello what's up buddy welcome to mouthpiece hey
5: Mike. what's going on hey, i'll
6: tell you I've
0: been, I've been subscribed to your
6: channel for a while and yeah. I, I really must up. say i haven't watched it much speak up a little bit i can't um, really hear you.
5: Can't hear you
6: yeah Hello. um i have been subscribed go. to your channel for a while and i really haven't watched it much but i i was just flipping through youtube tonight and i heard your uh heard what you were saying i'll tell you what man i give you kudos i'm glad you're uh I'm I'm glad that, you you know, you you see what's going on with this media and you're calling it
0: out. Listen, I don't care if you're left or right. Okay, I really don't. Would I rather see you on the right because I think it's the right side of history? Yes. Okay, but I respect. Here's the difference between the liberals and the conservatives. A conservative will listen and talk for hours with a liberal and we will discuss. We will discuss policies and things going on. A liberal will never listen to a conservative. No. Why and the reason no. is and the reason is why? Because the media has them brainwashed in the thinking a certain way. And um and the and listen, and I, what, whether you like Trump or not, okay, and he did a lot of horrible things that I hated, guess what? He exposed the fake news media and the corrupt propaganda that they put out. And you know what? That's all that matters. So
6: that is very true. I mean, uh, a conservative will have dialogue. Yeah. You know, and you just do not have that with the media or the left-wingers. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm 50 years old, and I used to be a registered Democrat for right. about uh, up until the Trump election in 2016.
0: Okay. And what changed you?
6: And, uh, the media? What changed? I'm going to tell you what changed me. I even vote. I'm ashamed to say it now, but I even voted for I did didn't follow politics as much as I do now. Right. But I even voted for Obama twice. So did I. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because his his uh, his
0: thing his uh, hope and change. Hope and change. It was change. Yeah. Yes. He had a good message. Exactly. He had a good and message. Here I am.
6: I'm fit. Oh. He did well. I mean, that is a great message. Yeah. If you're white, fifty, middle aged, whatever, and you've seen the direction the country's been going, mm-hmm. jobs leaving this and that mm-hmm. and you have a family all you want is change back mm-hmm. to the right direction america first and i voted for him twice and i'll tell you what i mean that that turned me you know well, what i mean well, here's so and, and, and the I reason why
0: i him, voted for him because i didn't know nothing about democrat or republican i only became political in 2015 is i like the message and just remember night like over half the country doesn't know shit about politics they listen for a message i get it okay that's a shame and it's a shame it is a shame and so what was the message that the democrats put up this this year well i'm not trump vote Um, for me i'm not trump vote for me i'm not trump vote for me right and the fake news media the fake news media for the whole four years of trump presidency what did they say trump is hitler trump is hitler if you fucking support trump you're a racist and you're hitler OK, now people can only I hear agree. this. You know, when you hear this every time you turn on the TV, that's called brainwashing. When you're being brainwashed I by agree. a fucking propaganda media that is lying to you to get somebody that is literally pushing for change. Trump is was the change agent, not Obama. OK, Obama talked change right. agent. Trump was right. the change agent. Trump took on exactly. Washington. OK, that's what they he didn't gonna tell you. Yeah, go ahead. And
6: you you've said it. And I, I mean, I, and I started watching the poker. to be honest with you, but mm. you said it. There's, there's good Democrats and there's, and there's good, or bad Democrats of course. and bad Republicans. Of course. And, I mean, there's rhinos that just talk that shit, and yeah. you're right. You like Lindsey
0: Graham. Lindsey Graham's a dirtball. I can't stand oh, the motherfucker.
6: He's a dirtball. There's, there's so many dirtballs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know who the real ones are. Ted Cruz are is actually. a dirtball, too.
0: You and, know?
6: and I'm going to tell you. Um, I think it might be been your last caller. Whatever. You are passionate. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm passionate, too. I'll tell you the truth. And um, we need more patriots like you and I. Trust me.
0: What? Let's put it this way. Not what? Anyway. Obama ran. I remember when Obama got elected and all the blacks were screaming in the street, yay, we're going to get free stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get free this and free that. Obama I voted for him because I thought a black man and president would help help r- race relationships. and you know what Obama did he set race relationships back 50 years he was the bigger divider with race of any president in our lifetime you know
6: I agree with you 100% I voted the same way thinking mm-hmm. we could bring race race relations better mm-hmm. and he did set it set it back of fact, he, yeah he he,
0: he set it back and people don't realize like you got to look back okay so let's go back to, well, to 2016 election, when him and Hillary were, every time there was a little incident with an African American and a cop, they fucking attacked the police. They got those five officers in Dallas executed, and the two in, in Louisiana. You remember this, this is 2016 during the election cycle. This year, they pushed the false narrative of some drug addict on meth and fentanyl who was ODing was fucking killed by the neck by Chauvin, where they already have proof that it, that he didn't do it, right? But the guy's never getting a fair trial. Really sad. he's I never getting a fair really trial sad. because if, if they call him innocent, they're going to burn the country down. Right. You see what I'm trying to say?
6: No. I've, been, I've been following, I've been following, following uh, during work. I've been following him. You know, I follow the trial. It's funny. really a shame.
0: The guy's got I, no I, I, chance.
6: I 100%. Yeah. Right. The guy's Just, got I no give chance. His, I give his defense lawyer credit because he he's making good points. I get it. He's putting, well, he, he's putting
0: it up. Here's the yeah. reason why the guy has no chance. If the fucking jury finds him not guilty, people are going to kill the people on the They're jury. Going burn it down. They're yes, going to kill the I people agree. on the jury. the jury. Who would want to be on that jury?
6: 100%.
0: You know what's really a shame?
6: That Minneapolis paid $27 million to this drug to addict. Family before before the trial even
0: went joke. started. It's a joke. That
6: is a joke.
0: The guy was screaming, I can't breathe when no one was touching him in the back of the squad car. That video came out three and a half months after they burned down the country because they hid that video from the public because they needed to get the black people enraged coming up for the election. They needed to do. They had to push this fucking racist cop narrative. These are sick people, bro. These are sick people.
6: And now they want to take our fucking guns, which isn't going to work. No. And. I mean, now you defund police, and they're
0: just where are you
6: (laughs) at as far as protecting yourself? You know what I mean? Here, here, want you to.
0: Here is the Democrats' biggest problem, and this is their biggest problem: is they follow what they see on Twitter, which is 10% of the population in the United States and 80% of the tweets come from 10% of that 10%. Okay? And they use that I as agree. real... Yes. Like, like, nobody wants open borders. Nobody wants fucking all these, these, these leftist, liberal, fucking transgender, fucking against women's well, sports. All this fucking... Nobody wants that. Okay? But they think they do.
6: Too. What's that? You read the bill. You said I did something else also to one of your callers. You read the bill. Yeah. Read the fucking so bill important. in that fucking Georgia. So because yeah. all these fucking retards do is just take these clips from the main from the media, the mainstream
0: media. Yeah. Oh, the racist. The, the racist. And,
6: yeah. Yeah. Jim like, Crow
0: like, 2.0. Delta, yeah.
6: Coca-Cola. Delta. Coca-Cola. I'll tell you what. I will not spend a dollar. With
0: Neither will I. I have spent I I don't like Pepsi. I but I won't buy Coke anymore. I won't.
6: Fuck yeah. Them. No, I
0: won't. I will boycott. Me too. I and you know what? Boycott. I hope 50 so, I hope major league baseball loses 50% of the of the audience oh. and I hope they get what they deserve because they they joined the woke parade without reading the bill. If they read the fucking bill, they never would have done what they did, that they fuck. But okay, Joe well, Biden went out there and pushed a far left talking point okay, and they decided they're going to follow dumbass. it. They're dumb oh, yeah.
8: You
6: know what? Where I live, I'm a half an hour from LeBron James' hometown. Right. He is a fucking piece of shit. He oh. can stay out of politics. No. Dribble the fucking ball. Make your millions.
0: Well, well let me ask you something. You know? Askers, why do you think he pushes those far-left policies that he thinks he knows what he's talking about? Because he's best friends with Barack Obama, and he talks to Barack oh, Obama on the uh, phone all the time. Yeah. So, of course, Barack Obama's going to push something? these these things.
6: He might be black, but he hasn't lived the real black from the ghetto bullshit. I mean, because he was in Catholic schools. How many black Catholics do you know? Yeah. I mean, he got yeah. he got... He got ushered all the way through. He had a ride. You know what I mean? Because he was talented. So he hasn't, and now he's doing this dumb shit. He's just a dummy. I mean, stay the hell out of politics. If you want to talk shit about something, talk about China. China. He won't do that.
0: No, of course not.
6: You know what I mean? I mean, look at China. You got no voter rights over there. You got human human tragedy going on over there. Mm -hmm. They won't talk shit about it.
0: I know. It's really bad. Anyways, I got two more callers I got to get. I appreciate you calling. Yeah, and nice uh, that you call me back. Thanks for listening to the mouthpiece. and Tell all your friends to listen to the mouthpiece. I appreciate you, it, buddy. man. You got it. Later. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get a couple calls.
8: Yeah, Mike. What's up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hey. What's up? Love the show, man. Thanks, I want to say first off, I'm an anarchist, but I root for the right, yeah, because of the free speech stuff you're talking about. Yeah,
0: I mean they censored uh, this- they centered <laughs> our show last week, and they'll price censor it this week because they'll hear these talking points that's anti-left wing, and they'll fucking censor it. These are sick people, and there is no free speech. We are living in a propagandized fucking country run by a propaganda media, run by big tech that is suppressing anything that views that people disagree with. And the only way we're going to fix this country is millions of people march on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Washington, and on all the state capitals to demand Accountability from our media and demand accountability of term limits. I mean, it's really the only thing I think that can fix the country. I just
8: I not. agree with you. Sixty minutes is not going to be censored for that. How do you like what sixty minutes did last week? Now, of course, they they let
0: 50 million people watch a fake story about Governor DeSantis and then guess how many people saw the retraction and the apology? Oh, about yeah. three hundred thousand. Okay. So this is doubt this is our media. This is how sick they are. Okay, there's a perfect, perfect, perfect image of how sick our media is. Let 50 million people listen to a lie, and then the next day retract it as you made a mistake to 300,000 people. Well, guess what? Those 700,000 people think that what they said was a tr- is the truth, and only 300,000 got to see the retraction. Okay, this is what the media
8: does well, over was... and over. I wouldn't be surprised if only eight people watch sixty minutes these days.
0: Yeah, I don't know how many. I'm just but, throwing out, I'm throwing out a number. You know, you might you might be right. But either way, let's just say it's well, two million. Either way, only ten percent of attraction. You know,
8: I wish I could join you in the boycotts, but I am a degenerate gambler, which is why I want to kind of segue into see. a poker thing discussion I've been trying to have. Go ahead. Isn't card blocker like blocker cards? You know how that's the big thing
0: they could suck a dick
8: with some Isn't that sort blockers. of the gambler's fallacy? Like just I to mean, believe it doesn't I mean
0: like... just because there's fucking nine diamonds in the deck and you have one diamond, will I block a flush? You block a fucking flush? What the f- Oh, you're you're you 2% less you block, you dumb fucks. You saw my video blockers <laughs> for dummies, right? You told you saw how I you saw what, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You saw what I thought of blockers, you know? I mean uh, well, and well I got, I the, queen, I got the queen of diamonds, so it blocks him from having a flush. What the fuck do you mean you got the queen of diamonds on a fucking king jackboard? So that means you block a straight because you got a queen and you block a flush because you got a diamond? Oh, come on, bro. That's
8: literally the gambler's fallacy where they say if it comes oh, red eight break. times, give me so a did fucking they, like, break. The idiots think it's going to come black. Give me a fucking break, you know? Another another PLO, I agree okay, with PLO, you,
0: is... you could call blockers. Okay, I, I fucking, I got two jacks in my hand. The boards, you know, nine, ten, queen. I bomb that motherfucker every time, and pray to God nobody has the jack with the king. <laughs> I'm just saying that's yeah. block. You could use blockers there, but well, I blocked the flush and I blocked the straight. You got one fucking card. What do you mean you block the flush and you block a straight?
8: Fucking idiot. Yeah. The yeah, dude still has two random cards. But one other thing, I give you credit for that. A lot of people like if you are the underdog, you should only run it twice. The odds of getting lucky twice, right. then you're not even like you're just trying to break even. So but here, here, lucky. Here, here's so here's 100% yeah, here's
0: so. here's the thing on running it twice. The bigger the favorite you are, the more times you want to run it. The bigger underdog, I agree, you are, but everyone disagrees with that. It. No, it's, I don't it's, know why. Listen, if you got fucking if you get it all in with two four two nines and they got two tens. You don't want to run it twice. You can't run it twice. Yeah. You want to run it once. I agree. You know, why would you want to run it twice? Yeah. You can't yeah, win, yeah. win it twice. You know, and try and get lucky and get out. So, I mean, but guess I what? Agree. But guess what? If I fucking, if, uh, if the board comes 10 jack of diamonds and I'm up against jack nine offsuit or ace jack, whatever, and uh, I got king, queen of diamonds, well, let's run it four times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's go. You want to run
8: four? Yeah. I'm gonna well, win yeah, at least two. Two changes a lot there.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna win two. You know. Now all of a sudden I got like a, a full fucking uh, six plus. I got a full uh, what 15, uh, fifteen outs twice. You know, whatever.
8: Hey, can I give you my bet of the century mm-hmm. this year? Go ahead. It's uh, Chris Paul for MVP. He was two hundred and fifty to one when I well, made the bet like two weeks ago. I, I let put me tell you, ten something. bucks on it.
0: It's it's a good bet, but it ain't gonna happen. Uh, I believe that Embiid or fucking Jochik are gonna get the MVP.
8: Well, yeah, I mean Embiid gets hurt all the time, and that dude plays. I mean, if, if LeBron didn't get hurt,
0: he'd got the MVP. You know.
8: But let, yeah, look, I mean, what, I was counting on Embiid getting hurt. That was a guarantee when I made the bet. What, I knew he would get oh, hurt. But I
0: mean, come on. But I it, mean, he he sprained an ankle oh, on a freak injury, man. I mean, it's not really like he got hurt. I mean, but you Embiid, know, he always gets no, hurt. No, I thought of Lebron. No, no Lebron. I you're LeBron. talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Embiid. Embiid kind
5: of.
0: I mean, M- I, I said it like we were talking to the last customer. I think fucking Philadelphia is going to the finals. I think they're going to win the title. They're fucking good. That team is loaded, man. They are the most well rounded roster in the league. Daryl Morey should get executive of the year for that team he put together because he fucking built that team right. He got the right pieces. He got the best. He got a great on ball defender in green who could shoot the three. He got Seth Curry who could shoot the three. He got fucking. Getting and,
8: rid of Brett Brown was the biggest part.
0: That too. Getting rid of Brett Brown was the worst. And then Tobias Harris is fucking having an MVP year. What that motherfucker's doing is so underrated, it's unreal.
8: He's he, been unreal. He's a max level player, though. I, I mean, it's hard to reward them giving Tobias Harris like two hundred and forty. Well, they million. gave it to him. They it's gave just, it to him.
0: They gave it to him, and he's playing yeah, great. I mean. Look at their three stars. They're playing fucking great, and they got the right pieces. Like, w- 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 like yes, the Lakers getting Andre Drummond really helps because they lost size. Like, losing Dwight Howard and losing uh, JaVale McGee really hurt the Lakers. They were awesome. They were blocking tons of shots for the Lakers in the playoffs last year.
8: Dwight you know, Howard, another he's on the Sixers too, but Drew like Holiday, I think, is pretty big for Milwaukee. He is. That's- Milwaukee.
0: I just don't think Milwaukee's better than Brooklyn or Philly, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. You know, we'll, we'll yeah, Brooklyn we'll can't do
8: it. You can't you can't wedge it together, but I'll let you get back to your talk, man. Actually, taking my call, Mike, I love you. you it, I love your show, I bro. Think
0: Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn's going to be playing Philly in the finals in the East. Well, we'll see. Yeah, in the semifinals, yeah. Whatever. All right, my I man, thanks see for you
8: that. You're yeah. man, thanks.
0: Thanks, bro. All right. Well, what do we got? One more caller? We have two right now. But... All right, we got to give away these 100 bucks to somebody.
2: Hello. Please state your name after
5: the tone. And my, name is Mike to my name is Mike
0: Mattisau. My name is Mike Mattisau. I'm calling you back from the mouthpiece. What the fuck? I have no idea, bro. If you haven't signed up for my home game yet, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com, mouthpokeryahoo.com, mouthpokeryahoo.com Receive 250 bucks in chips for 200 We play 1-2 Hold'em, 1-2 No Limit, and 1-2 PLO every day. I think the on. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hello?
5: Hey, Mike. It's Danny from...
0: Danny, what's going on, my man?
5: How's it going? Thanks for calling. Hey. Uh, appreciate a Second time calling. Okay. Cool. I just had a question about the... Daniel, okay. Um, the odds... It... Uh, minus one seventy for Phil. What What
0: are the odds now on the on the second match?
5: I was I was looking at Shark and it said minus minus one seventy for.
0: I'll uh, we'll tell you something.
5: Listen, Phil, I was just there is him. no
0: That's way cool. in a sit and go format that fucking anybody is a dollar seventy. Okay, even Daniel said he wouldn't lay one more than a dollar fifty. Okay, I think Phil's going to play much better. I think Daniel's about a dollar thirty-five favorite. Um, I think there's value in taking Phil. I I, I wouldn't lay a dollar seventy. I'm just being honest, and I'm not. And I, that's not to say that I don't think Daniel will win. Okay, even Phil knows that he's in for a battle. He's not stupid. You heard what he said. You know what I'm saying? He knows yeah. how good Daniel played. You know, but it, it's like, um, listen, it's uh, you know, you just can't it, because it fills around in three hours, and Phil's sitting on thirty, and Daniel has seventy. And Phil wins fucking two two small pots in a row. They're even because the blinds are up so high, so you just can't be. And Phil's a great 30, 40 big blind player, so uh, you just can't be laying that kind of kind of wood. You just can't.
5: I just, you know, my friend, he's my age. I'm I'm thirty. And, uh, we've been playing poker like all on since we were eighteen. If yeah. he wants to lay my two hundred on Daniel, because
0: if he wants to lay two hundred on Daniel with you, just take Phil. Even if you lose, you yeah. get you got the best of it. Trust me, there's a reason why you don't see you see Daniel out there saying, Anybody wanna bet me I'm laying a dollar fifty and nobody's taking his action. Yeah. But if you notice Daniel has not moved up to a dollar seventy-five. Okay? He told me, Well, if I don't get any action, I'm gonna move up to one hundred seventy five. Well, guess what? We're about two weeks in. He ain't moved up to one hundred seventy five because he knows. He knows in a sit and go format, yeah. no matter how much better he thinks he is than Phil that he's just not a dollar seventy-five favorite. Yeah, you know, he believes one fifty is the right line. I think Phil's going to adjust a lot. I think the right line's a dollar thirty-five. Uh I wouldn't lay over a dollar. I would never lay over a dollar fifty. I think that's just crazy. You know, it's kind of like when you see those those hockey games, right? And you see uh minus yeah. two ninety on a hockey game and you're like, well I think Tampa yeah. Bay's gonna win, but I ain't laying no 290. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the same with Daniel. I think I think Daniel's a dollar thirty-five favorite. I think he's probably a favorite to win the second match, you know. But you know, you just can't lay the word. It's like it's like a guy I used to follow is a sports Betting and he taught me a lot about sports betting, even though I suck at it. it. Is like, it doesn't matter what you take, Mike. You can't take a bad number. And he taught me about how much a half point was worth. How we used to fucking drive around the, uh, Vegas to fucking a casino where we get a half point better, right? Because those half points, those half points make a lot of money at the end of the year, and that's the same as you can't why you can't lay a dollar seventy five on Daniel
5: or dollar seventy. What Just I don't kid. think, Mikey, is uh, you know Phil, he has an amazing track record on paper, and you know a lot of my GTO friends like. They call them out or make fun of them. Like, I, I, I use solvers and stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I've played online, mm-hmm. you know, since I was really young, like I told you. But what I don't understand is the guy, he just beat Antonio three times in a row. He has the most bracelets. He's probably the, the GOAT and, and, and Yeah, and He's the best on paper in my mind. Yeah. And I don't know really why no one gives no him credit.
0: Because here's the biggest problem, right? Okay, so you do Solvers, you do GTO, whatever, okay? If everybody does Solvers at GTO, what's they all going to do? They're all going to play the same. Well, if you know how everybody's going to play, isn't it pretty easy to exploit them? It's a fair question, right? Yeah. But Phil Phil yeah. plays unorthodox. How do you exploit somebody that, doesn't play, that plays completely different than anybody else? Fair question, right? There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's like... I- it's like it's like sit me at a table with eight people that do solvers and, and and follow perfect GTO. How are they going to beat me? Because what am I going to do to to counteract the GTO solver strategy? I'm going to limp a lot of buttons. I'm going to fucking keep the. I'm going to control the pots out of position. I'm not going to three bet when I have aces in the small blind. I'm going to sit there and consistently trap them. They're going to be like, well, the solver says I have to bet here. The solver says I have to bet that. Well, what do you do? You, you go opposite of what the solver or the GTO tells you to play. That's how you attack those people. So for people to attack Phil, yes, you heard what Phil said today when he was on. He goes, yes, is my as fundamentally sound as Daniel? No. He goes, but I do a lot of good things that people don't realize. And if you don't see that, then you're just blind. And you know what? He does. And I think you know it does bother people a lot that Phil doesn't work on his technical game a little bit more. And I understand that people are upset about that. But listen, everybody has their own game. Phil has a strategy that he believes is correct for tournament poker. I have talked about Phil with this strategy a thousand times. I believe Phil is correct, okay? The difference between me and Phil is I believe Phil's correct, but I still learn what everybody else is doing because I want to know what they're doing and how they're playing. You see, I'm trying to say, will I ever become a GTO solver person? I've I've never fucking put in, I've never fucking done one solver in my life. I, I've done. I've never even done a sim in my life in Nolan and Holdem. Okay, sure. but I have a good feel. I know what they're doing. I I've, I know the correct bet sizing. I know the correct checkbacks. I know the correct times to bomb a fucking turn. And I don't, you know, Brent Kenny does that. He he's never followed a solver or or a sim in his life. He plays all by feel. And if you watch all the very very best players, the top of the top players, and I am not saying Nolem and Holdem, but like they don't. They don't do solvers. They don't do G- you think Darren Elias or 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 James Carroll does fucking solvers and fucking GTO. These guys are players, man. They fucking attack. Fucking they see things, they attack it. You know. So, if you're a player that don't know much about poker and you want to be a winning online player, yes, GTO mm. and solvers is the way to make yourself win money playing online poker. But it's not going to get you through when somebody's going to look you in the face. It's just not. Okay, it's like if you if you're if you have instincts, you're going to feel the weakness. You feel the weakness. You feel the strength. And you can't. That's talent. You can't teach people talent. And Phil is great at fucking sense of weakness and great. And that's what he's great at.
5: I just don't understand. Because, you know, I have a lot of respect for Phil. If it wasn't for Phil Hellmuth, Mm -hmm. I might not got into poker. Yeah. In like 2005, I was at the airport and I picked up his book Mm -hmm. and started by reading it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, that kind of got me into playing. Mm-hmm. But I just like my friends. Like, I just want him to get the respect he deserves in the tournament world. I think he's the best tournament player of all time. I think Doyle mm-hmm. came out and said it. Like, I mean, a month ago. every
0: year, they and, you pick... know, the
5: only one who could talk about Phil badly is you because you're your best friends with him, right? Yeah, exactly. And I just don't understand when he when he's going to get the respect he deserves.
0: You know, it's like Doyle says. Every year they pick forty people to win a bracelet. Against Phil. And, Phil. and he wins the money every year. And not that Phil wins a bracelet every year, but, like, those 40 people that they're picking against Phil are mostly no-limit players, okay? Like, 35 of them, probably, yeah. right? You know how hard it is to fucking win a no-limit hold'em tournament going through 500, 1,500-player yeah. fields? You know what I'm saying? Where Phil Tell gets himself, Phil puts yeah. himself in, you know, Phil plays all the games good. Now, is he great at all the games? No, but I've helped him a lot with the, with the with the split games. I've helped them a lot with triple draw. Uh, And people are like, well, why why do you help them? I'm like, well, Phil helped me. Phil was there for me when nobody was there for me. Okay. When I was struggling for turning from my injury. So, you know we become close friends so of course i want phil to be a better player cuz phil wants to go down as the greatest player ever i could give twops of a fuck i just want to win money okay but phil's got a big ego so i want to help him you know what i'm saying and i've done that in the mixed games now if he, he if he would just like suck up the ego and no limit holdem and realize how i'm a he knows i'm like he'll tell you i'm a great no limit holdem player but when i want to give him advice he's like i know more about no limit than you'll ever know and if he could just suck that up, because we're close friends now and listen yeah. to a few things I have to say, Phil will be a great no limit player again. So uh but we'll see. You know, that's what the the, the thing they have on him is that he doesn't put the work in, but he reads better than anybody. It's like 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 uh, listen, is he do you think he's fucking when he says I fold King Ten and the guy shows me King Jack for one bet, or he folds King Jack, the guy shows King Queen for one bet, and then he ships forty four big blinds with ace ten off. You know, do you think that that's just luck? No, he's he's he he fucking feels it. Fuck a great poker players have instincts, they feel things. Okay. And when he says that's apex predator shit, yeah, that was kind of funny. Okay. But you know what? You know, he's kind of right. You know, I do the same. I'm great at getting away from fucking hands. You know, when I'm playing every day. You know, and that, and that's just it. You know, take all the solvers and, and GTOs. Oh, the GTO says you got to call. Well, just like they said, the GTO, like how could Phil fold Jack Queen and Diamonds for eight bigs? Well, I mean, I don't want to give away what he picked up on Daniel, okay, because they got a match coming up, but he told me what he picked yeah. up on and why he fucking folded, okay? And then he told me something that Daniel was doing – and which is why he limped with the two nines. So he folded 50-50 to double up Daniel, and he got Daniel to ship it in four-to-one dog. Okay, so stop with the bullshit. Look at look at those results. Look at the fact that he folded when he was 50-50 for eight bigs, and he got it all in four-to-one favored. That's what you need to look at, okay? And that's what Phil Phil sees situations. I can't tell you what he saw because they got a match coming up. But I agreed with him. I saw exactly what he did. If you watch the film, you'll see what Phil saw. Okay, And Phil sees these things. Okay, Great poker players, they don't need solvers. They don't need GTO. They need to fucking focus on the player. Every player, no matter who you are, are human. Human beings are going to do something that gives off strength and gives off weakness if you're a great poker player, which Phil is.
5: Do you you think it's it's jealousy because... You know, none of these poker players that I know are even going to come close to having the results Phil has had. I don't think anyone will ever top the tournament success ever. No. And, you know, he has a little bit of an ego. That's fine. Like, I'm not here yeah. to stroke it. I'm I'm just saying, like, I mean, if you're really good, you're to I mean, a little a, bit I'm of I mean, I'm not going to lie.
0: If Phil Ivey would have stayed playing the World Series every year, and if Phil Ivey didn't get involved with bad things that he did, um, Phil Ivey... Probably would have broke Phil, uh, Phil's record. Um, as of right now, nobody's going to break the record. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the only one maybe that has a chance, and nah, because I mean, like I, I, I think that 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 Kata is one of the best no limit tournament players in the world.
5: Oh, Joe, Kata, He's yeah. got
0: four bracelets now. When yeah. he won the World Series, he sucked shit. Okay. You watch this man play. He's one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Now, if he wants to learn mixed games and learn how to play all the other games, uh, I mean, I think he, he, he could, he's young enough. He's only in it, like, he's, I don't even think he's 30 yet. You know what I'm saying? He might be around 30 now. He's 21 when he won it. What was that, 2009? 2008. Yeah. Something like that. But I'm just saying, like, somebody. Okay, 33. So, uh, you know, if he learns some mixed games, he could pick up five or six, right? You know, even then it's like pat passing, I don't know, just passing Phil is just going to be almost impossible. You know what I'm saying? And it looked like it's Ivy impossible. was a big See, Ivy is way better than Phil in all the mixed games, okay? And so I thought Ivy would win like would catch him, but uh, Ivy um, you know, I don't want to say anything, but you know, a lot Ivy went through a lot of shit and I don't think that he's right. the mental He's not the mentally strong he Ivy wasn't hungry. that he was.
5: He wasn't hungry for the Braves.
0: Yeah, I Money mean,
5: listen,
8: for to... many a
0: years I was very jealous of Phil Ivy because he would be able to do whatever he wanted and he'd keep that amazing focus. And, uh, you know, uh, he doesn't have that focus anymore. Now he he is, I heard he's improving again, but, you know, uh, once, you, once you lose that eye of the tiger, it's tough to get it back. So I don't think Eddie was going to catch him, but we'll see. Anyways, I'm gonna, I got to get going. I got to go yeah, fucking take a dump. So I'll talk to you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks right, for calling.
5: Last thing, Mike. I was just you could just call real quick. I know you got to go end the stream, yeah. but I just want to know. Like last time I called, I asked about the Hall of Fame, and I saw Seed got in, and yeah. I again another year's passed, and I don't get it. Well, you know, listen, I, I respect. Huck does Seed deserve saying, to be in? Like, sure, have been in there. Five years. Sure,
0: Seed deserves to be in, but he should have been in years ago. Okay, Seed doesn't play yeah. anymore. OK, they're putting people in the Hall of Fame that hasn't played in six, seven years. OK, I'm playing. I'm making three, four final tables every year. I'm cashing 50 percent of all the events I play in and I'm doing it half paralyzed in fucking debilitating pain. OK, so listen, I'm, it is what it is. I don't give a fuck about the Hall of Fame anymore. Yeah. I wanted to be in before my dad passed away. I will never forgive the World Series for it. They fucking put fucking Chris Moneymaker in, won one tournament in his whole life. In Now, I love Chris Moneymaker. Don't get me wrong, he's a great guy.
2: This is Chris Moneymaker, Chris, yeah, a great guy.
0: Yeah. Great guy. But I'm just saying, like they put fucking people who run TV shows in. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So yeah. you know, it is what it is. All right, man. Yeah. I appreciate the call. Take care. All right, buddy.
5: Hey, thanks for the call. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna. You got it. So we're gonna give away next week. Um, I'm gonna give away 300 uh, bucks. Uh, maybe put up. I might even give up 500 next week uh, to my home game. Uh, I would to today, but unfortunately, I need to go to the restroom. Uh, and so you guys are kind of fucked. Uh, sorry, I got to take a shit. It just happens. And so uh, we're gonna uh, wrap up a really good episode of the Mouthpiece. Um, thank you for listening to episode 67 of the Mouthpiece podcast. We'll see you all next week. Uh, We're going to have a couple good guests on. I've been talking to a few people, and uh, we'll shoot the shit. We'll talk poker. We'll talk politics. We'll have a good time. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend um, and be safe. Love you all. Thank you.
5: The Mouthpiece.